ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Anna Ferris, and I have this podcast fittingly titled Anna Ferris is Unqualified, where each week a different celebrity and I attempt to give relationship and dating advice. Recent co-hosts have included Matthew McConaughey. You got somebody you care about, you lost track of them. Go find out. Margaret Cho. Vacation <laughs> sex is always irresistible. Gwyneth Paltrow. I could make it all about them and not have to focus on my own problems. <laughs> and Seth Rogen. <laughs> so if you're wondering what your favorite celebrity or I would do in your situation, just listen and subscribe to Anna Ferris is Unqualified. Free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcast everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. When she saw Kobe's underwear, she looked at me and said, I almost got you the same thing, but was worried my face would be on your crotch. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. It's the one and only Teresa. I did say that. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> it's a great anniversary gift. Yes. Yes. I'm still open to the idea. I once, I don't know why, don't ask me. When I was about 10 years old, I made Andy's for my dad. That's a little much. And I, I drew it. Huh? <laughs> I got these textile markers that you could like draw on textile. Okay. I got it like for Christmas. Fabric markers. Fabric markers. I got it for Christmas. And then my parents' birthday is in February. So mm. I grabbed one of my dad's white boxers mm -hmm. and I drew pictures on it. And <laughs> you want to tell us what kind of pictures you drew? Well, I forgot what it was. I think it was like a leftover Santa Claus or something, but it's exactly on his crotch. Mm. And he's been wearing them. You should have wrote ho, ho, ho on his <laughs> underwear. <laughs> yeah, now when I'm looking back, I'm like, uh, I don't know how appropriate of a gift I was. I was probably younger than 10. Well, when I was 13, I made underwear for about 30 of my closest guy friends. <laughs> What? I think you know. I For my bar mitzvah, one of my gifts, one of my giveaways was underwear. It was boxers. And on the back, it said I danced my pants off at John's bar mitzvah. You made it? Well, I think there was like a company. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I danced my pants off. That's I, funny. Yeah. Probably wouldn't fly in 2022. I bet you those aren't being handed out. Why not? Ah, people are like, whoa, take it easy. At 13, your, that's fine. Keep your pants on, you pedophiles. I mean, you are 13. Oh, I know. I loved it. I feel like if we looked hard enough the next time we're home, we could find a couple pairs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's oh, going on, man. guys? What? What? A part one of a tell-all. It was great. I thought it was. And here's what makes me so happy is now everyone, and you know I got on my soapbox a couple times this season, but now everyone on social media is so excited about this tell-all. 
and are so happy about this season that it's delivering. And I'm like, yeah, if you opened your eyes and stopped being so negative throughout the entire season, yeah. you would have found moments of joy throughout every episode. No, this season was great. And the tell-all is great so far. I mean, we don't have Angela here to stir the pot, but we got Chibri. Uh, we don't need Angela. I don't need that. I just need to learn new things. I need to find out things I didn't know. And we, we I think what made it so great, what, what made everyone sit forward immediately was there was no hiding or leading on about the pregnancies right oh. from right from the top of the show Sean's like so two people are pregnant who is it I and mean they had to because Kara is visibly pregnant they were showing yeah and I think that I think that went a long way because yeah. they could have teased that out they could have led that led it until the second part but I think you earn some people's respect because you respected our time by telling us right away. Oh, we have two pregnant people here. You go, wow, we didn't know that. That's exciting. We kind of mm -hmm. knew about one maybe, but now we got two. That's exciting. And thank you. You you already made it worthwhile for me to tune in. I agree. I agree. Good. I, I hope, I hope more drama will Oh, come. I think so. Because I love the drama. I, I mean, don't get so. me wrong. I love the drama. I love the pregnancies. Sure, that's beautiful. But bring the drama on, bitches. Let's see. Let's see what happens in part two. Before that, we'll cover part one. Before that, we will do a couple of by the ways that I think Ooh. are pretty interesting. And before that, right now, we'll do a little housekeeping, Okay. Let's if, clean the house. If you're not following us on social media, in particular on Instagram, I think you should be. I think we're dropping some interesting things. I think we're doing memes. I'm breaking news over there on Instagram. <laughs> and so it's worthwhile. It's a worthwhile follow to follow us at Married to Reality Pod. I think so anyways. Follow us at Married to Reality Pod for all that and more. And especially because that's how you communicate. That's how most of you communicate with us. And so jump over there on Instagram and message us. Let us know what are your thoughts on the season. Are you excited about the upcoming season? Anything. Share it with yeah, us. Yeah, chat with us or not chat with us. You can send us an emoji. Sure. Not, of your dog. Uh, not an eggplant emoji. That would no, be too please. aggressive. Ugh, yeah. Uh, we're not those type of people. <laughs> send me a seal emoji. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So hit us up on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Speaking of communicating and hanging. The Patreon, we just announced, well, we put up a poll because we're going to do a Zoom happy hour because mm -hmm. we want to hang with all the patrons. We want to kick back, have a drink, talk about these crazy shows. And we just announced that that's going to go down Thursday, August 25th yes, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So you had to be a patron to vote. And that's how we came up with that day. But you don't have to be a patron until that day. And then you can still sign up and hang out with us. So Yeah, come come over to Patreon, listen to the Sister Wives. Watch the Sister Wives on video if you're on the yeah. Family Affair level. And join us for the happy hour. And most importantly, as John said, vote for what's coming up. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't say that part, but that's a good reminder. Oh. When <laughs> I thought what you said. It. I said people voted on the day oh, we were going to okay, the okay, happy okay. hour. But yes, we're also the next poll. I think we were got, we got people warmed up with this poll. Now people are really ready to let their voices be heard. And that next poll is going to be what show do we cover after Sister Wife? And so jump on at any level. You could vote. Jump on at any level. You could join the happy hour on August 25th. And just jump on because there's a lot of fun stuff that's going to be happening all, yes. the, all the time. 
all the time. So that's patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast right here. The one you're listening to right now, make sure you're following it. So no matter what we drop, when we drop, you get it. It's so easy to do. You look down at your device. You smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it. As hard as the already mentioned Kobe's undies. Woo! Okay. <laughs> I, I always find it interesting when we have similar openings. Yeah, I'm like, ugh, I was trying to come up with something else, but I'm like, damn, that was hot. Oh, did you switch? Did you have something else? No, 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 oh. no I had this, but I was trying to come up with something else okay. since you brought it up. All right, all right. But we'll, then we'll I decided that. Then I decided that, no, this is hot and our anniversary is coming up, so. Well, don't let Emily hear that you think <laughs> it's hot because she gets pretty, 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 pretty jealous about everyone sliding into... I mean, she's Kobe's. jealous about her man. Yeah. I get it. Nah, don't be jealous. Be confident. I'm not, oh, I'm very confident. But if you were receiving a thousand messages a day. Wouldn't you be more confident me? that you got me? And then you should be you should be upset if no one is sliding into my DMs. Because like, what? Did, did, he, <laughs> did he play me? Did he, did he pull the wool over my eyes? How did I fall for this? Well, I get that. But imagine if I was getting a thousand messages from dudes every single day asking me to send them nudes. As long as they're not responding, then that makes me feel good. I mean, don't, guys, don't send her messages. She's taken. But I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have people attracted. You would get annoyed. I'm telling you. I would probably get Yeah, so that's what she's saying. I wouldn't get get jealous, though. We've debated jealousy versus anger. Yeah. In previous episodes, we won't do it again. But smash the follow button like it's as hot yeah, as the undies. Is that what it was? Okay. Undies. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, you you guys know we love the love and you're sending it and we're feeling it. If you haven't sent any review in, that'd be awesome if you could. You could rate on Spotify. You mm-hmm. could rate and review on Apple. We love the love. We read the five-star reviews right here, right now. And I have one to read. You have one. No, I sure Let's do. share. All right. This one comes to us from our friend Suzette 100. Hello, Suzette 100. That sounds like a radio station. It does. Coming at you, Suzette 100. This I like is it. Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Okay. <laughs> uh, Suzette 100. Yeah. Like, just sounds like a radio station. Okay. Let me anyway, you. Suzette 100. <laughs> uh, great podcast. Five Love stars. I found it. you through your collaboration with the Reality Gaze. Shout out again to Maddie and Poodle. Woo-hoo! Reality and will be a regular listener from now on. Very enjoyable cast. I guess we're a cast. Oh. We're a cast of characters. Very oh. enjoyable cast with a unique perspective. Ooh. Okay. Suzette. Love it. Suzette 100. That is so great. So unique. Yes. <laughs> so I love unique. It. Thank you, Thank Suzette you, 100. Suzette. That is beautiful. Thank you for being a regular listener. Love it. And yeah, if you haven't left a review, be like Suzette. Leave a review. Yeah, guys. That re- that review, Don't be shy. That review was 100. I'm gonna, Don't be shy. I'm going to rate that review 100. A Suzette 100 <laughs> out of 100. Okay. Thank you, Suzette. Thank you to everyone who's left the review. How about a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. Right. I feel like I'm just saying let's do it because you're so prepared. I know. You're like Nike let's over do there. It. Let's do it. You're like a knockoff Nike. What are you talking about? Oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> right? You go to some outlet store and it's like a check mark and it says, let's do it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Close enough for the price. Close enough. All right. 90 day, by the way. Number one. All right. <laughs> you don't want to do it anymore? What? Let's, Let's do, do, it. do it. Let's right. do it. Let's do it. Remember the, by the way, I did nah, some time ago about Stephanie from Michigan. Yeah. She won. She bid and she won a date with Stepanka. Yes. Right. We remember that. 
I think we all got played. Because I think for real, or I thought for real, that Stepanka was doing this as another entrepreneurial move, and Stephanie is brain dead and bid on it <laughs> and was like, well, how do I make money? And Stepanka was going to make fart in jars and call it a day. I thought that was really what was happening. I think it was something else. It seems, yeah. it seems like it was all a marketing ploy mm -hmm. to get people talking before the real announcement, mm -hmm. which is Saturday, August 27th. Stephanie and Stephanie will be teaming up for an intimate date night. That's what they're calling it. And so I think that was the whole win a date with Stephanie. Oh. Now they're teaming up for an intimate date night at the Hustler Club in Las Vegas. So they will date one person or no, no, no. So they're, they're calling it an intimate date. Like you can go to the Hustler Club on the... Oh, they will be doing the intimate date in front of the, everyone. I think they're... Uh, it's just a date, right? Mark your calendar. Mark, save the date, August 27th. That's the okay. date. That's the date terminology they're going to be at the hustler club in vegas they're going to do meet and greets they're going to do photo ops and then you can bid for some one-on-one -on -one vip time oh. with them all right okay so if that's your cup of tea if, if you if you bought some fart jars and you still have some money left over and you don't know what to do with it <laughs> saturday august 27th in vegas and i was like this sounds familiar i feel like this has been done before stepanka did a little collab. She, she did. She made an appearance at the Hustler Club in New York New City. New York, yes. You know, you were there. Well, I follow her. No. I was not there, but I follow her. And that was the appearance where she gave out fart jars for the first 20 people. So that was back in March, I think. I mean, she's making the money. You want to know? There's a reported amount of how much she got paid for that first appearance. How much? You don't take a guess. Uh, no, don't, go, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. Okay, 10 grand. Nailed it. I mean, which is crazy for her to show up. Yeah. She's, she's in essence, nobody I'll take a hundred if you want me to show up anywhere. hundred dollars? I know yeah. normally I pay uh, close to 10K when I go to a strip club. So that's <laughs> <laughs> working on her He does favor. not go to strip clubs, no, ladies. No, <laughs> Once. Um, but so I could see if she made 10K to show up. Why not do it again? Make another 10K. Call it a day. I Okay. Oh I understand Stepanka. Oh she's boy. young. She got the boobs, and she's been doing this for a while. She has the audience. She's sexy. Yes. Why is Stephanie doing that? Ah. Like, who's gonna go to meet and greet this crazy? I think she, instead of Farchar, she's giving out her depends. Her probably her used depends. Her what? Never mind. Um, <laughs> Stephanie is going in that into that world. I think she's on OnlyFans. I think oh she's selling her sexuality. And oh, boy. I mean, she's an attractive she woman. She is, but when you're in your 50s, I feel like you just want to chill. No? Yeah, yeah, I think she's actually closer to 60. Maybe she's not, but yeah, you think it's a little late I in the like game? I think mid-50s. A little late in the game, but hey, more power to her. I think she's an attractive I'm not. I'm not judging. An attractive I'm attractive woman. Always. Right, she uh, thought she was so successful without yeah. it. Yeah. And now she's going to go fly to Vegas. And and that's, that's my thing. It's like she was all about her business and all that and her house looked nice and she has a bunch of dogs. And yeah. So I was like, okay, well, she has her salon. She's probably doing well. And then yeah. she, the whole COVID thing, the well, COVID news. That was an issue. Maybe that. Maybe she lost her license. Yeah. I don't know. That, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm saying like, some, maybe up. something happened. So now she's trying to find a different source of income otherwise i don't understand how someone who has a successful business or yeah. claims to have a successful business why would they need to go on only fans yeah well i mean i get it money money multiple streams I don't of think, income right, multiple revenue streams i don't think 
I've never done OnlyFans. And you will never It's only do. a matter of time. But no, I, I can't imagine that even being easy. Like you want to say, oh, it's easy money. I don't think that's easy. Think about taking a selfie with your clothes on. You're like, nah, it wasn't good. And you're like, ah, can we facetune that? Can we get the, like, imagine doing it naked. It's probably so much work, so much stress, so much. And how do you keep people coming back and paying month after month once, once they've seen you? I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work. So who knows? Multiple revenue streams. Yeah. I mean, I got there that. Go. So there you go. That's by the way, number one, by the way, number two, if you haven't heard this breaking news, you may be living under a rock, Teresa, a rock, AKA a diamond. Okay. Oh, you got this one? Oh, yeah. Thanks to our friend Wani for the tip on this story. Shout out to Wani. A lot of you guys messaged us with this with this story, but the the acclaim, the the thanks goes to the first yes. to message us, and that was Wani. So thank you for this. Ben and Mahogany are Mahogany. That's how we pronounce her name. <laughs> are apparently engaged. Okay? Ah. So most of us probably heard this news. It's somewhat shocking. The most shocking part was that after doing some research, I found there's a four-minute YouTube video that accompanies this entire thing. Did you know about this? I did not. Okay. But I remember you a while back oh, yeah. that you did a, what do you call your segment? <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> Teresa? Not save the date. What is it called? By the way. By the way. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So... In one of your recent, by the way. By ways, the way, I'm looking for a new co-host. <laughs> in one of your recent, by the way, you told us about the YouTube channel they sure. started. So I knew there is some sort of a movement, but yes. I thought he's helping her to become a better actress. I know. And, and this video is just as strange. And it starts with Ben walking along a beach alone. Oh, my God. Saying, I spent the previous night with Mahogany. <laughs> you should hear, the way he says it, it sounds like he's like, I don't know, got marbles in his mouth. Yeah. It's very strange. But they talked about marriage and kids. They talked about everything he says. And they talked about their journey being a hard one because of the distance and the judgment that they're getting. And so he's not sure what he's going to do. But then soft fade to the next scene where we see the two of them together in a park. And they're saying, you know, what? we're going to do these videos so we can better explain our journey. Then Ugh. cut to Ben by himself at a jewelry store where he's uh. picking out an 18 karat white gold engagement what? ring. What? Yeah. 18 carats? 18 carat white Who's gold. The, no, no, no. no. The, the, the ring is not. Eight, the rock is not 18 carats. The gold uh. is 18. It looked like, a, it looked like a half carat stone, I would say. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But, I was literally like, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the big finish, the, the YouTube video ends Cuts to Ben and Mahogany at the restaurant where Ben first waited oh. hours on end for her. And we see her lift up her hand. She raises her hand, shows the ring and goes, he proposed. I said yes, which kind of makes me think it's real. The fact that he didn't film the proposal. Oh. We just see the after of her being like, I said yes. And then Ben goes, I wouldn't have proposed without her father's blessing. Camera turns, Father Jose's sitting there. What? And he's like, yes. He's like, congratulations. Well, he's because they pay him. He's a hired actor. I don't know. But you think he's real? I have no, I don't know what to believe, Teresa. Okay. If this whole thing was real, right? She's real, the parents are real. Why did Airbnb 
scammed about like that it's her apartment. So there was news about this a month or so back where Ben said, yeah, I mean, it, he goes, it wasn't an Airbnb. It was a short-term rental property because when we were filming, it was the off season. And so those are really cheap and it's on the beach. And a lot of people go just for the the beach season and rent them out because you can be on the beach for very cheap. And because it's short-term, you don't really bring your own stuff. So apparently that's what she was doing. It was all legitimate. Oh. But my question is, if this is true, can we trade Big Perv and Liz for Ben and Mahogany on Happily Ever After? Because I want to watch that. Oh, yeah. Give me that. Forget Big Perv. Big Perv needs to just... Just give up. I saw some posts, and I don't know if this was real, but I think it was. I think one of the meme pages or the 90-day news pages shared it, and I'm really sorry about not remembering who exactly, but whoever it was, the credit goes to them. Big Perf running around San Diego with a sign saying, and with, oh, a, yeah. with a Polaroid camera saying, taking photo for $3 or $2. What a moron. Like, is that real? Like, is yeah. he that desperate yeah. that he's going to take a Polaroid photo for $3? I guess the Hustler Club didn't want to hire him to show up to Vegas, so he's got to figure out another revenue stream. Gee, that's literally... Ew. Yeah, enough of that. Enough, But I would absolutely watch Ben and Mahogany. Oh, yeah. That's oh, all yeah. I want to watch, actually. But I don't think many other people want to watch because their YouTube has less than 400 subscribers. I don't care. Bring them on the oh, yeah. um, Happily Ever After. Sign them up. Bring them on. Bring them on. All right, or that's, oh, go oh. on the OG90. Then engage. Bring her no, over to late. the States. Oh, that's true. No, it's after engagement. Yeah, 90 days. There you go. There it you go. better Maybe. appear again. Maybe. All right. That is, by the way, or whatever nice. you called it. I mean, I knew about both of them, but you always shine a little more light. Yeah, that's what I try to do. I try to go deeper. Our friends want to know. I know. My friends want to know. All right. Should we do it? Sunday night, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance, the tell-all part one. Let's let's do this thing. Let's go to, let's head over to New York City. New York City. All right. So let's talk about everyone's arriving, and I think we can include the outfits oh, segment into this. Let's guys, just weave it in. It's that time of the year again. Some of it's us wait. It's the time of the year. Some of us wait months. For this segment. Uh, for this segment. It is the segment that put this podcast on the map, some would say. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I mean. That's maybe. a pretty big segment. Maybe a little bit. Yes. It okay. is outfits. Outfits. The, the segment. segment. Okay. All right. Let's start with Karen G. Guillermo are arriving first, okay. right? Good. The only right. couple I didn't have notes about their outfits for. This is a good start. Okay. So let me start with this. Why... Is Kara doing these extensions? No. Like she is one of the people who looks really good with short hair. Mm-hmm. Like her fiery red short hair looked fabulous. Yeah. You can tell she has extensions because when they zoom in on her, you can see that blending. Well, also hair doesn't grow that fast. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't, I, she doesn't need it. I actually don't like it on her. I like long hair on girls. I have my own long hair for now yeah but she doesn't need it so i was like well i don't love this but then okay she's wearing this light green dress which i like Mm. right and then guillermo is wearing just a regular like a wedding uh, guest outfit yeah he looked like he was a guest at a wedding yes yeah so that was 
that was pretty much it. Yeah, semi-formal wedding attire. Yes. Uh, church, Sunday church. Yes. Nothing, yeah, nothing. I think that that's why I didn't take notes. And then we see Muhammad boring. and Eve arriving, right? Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Eve looks like the sweet, sweet hair that you buy at the fair. Uh, cotton candy? Yes. <laughs> sweet she hair. She looks like a cotton candy in this, like, big pink dress covering everything while mm. saying, oh, Mo- Muhammad is okay with me mm. showing my body. It's like, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, he's not because that's why you look like uh, the sweet hair. Okay. The, c- candy. the cotton candy, right? Yeah. yeah. And Mohammed, okay. New hair alert. I Speaking don't of new like hair, it. I don't know if I like it or, or not. I don't I like it. I didn't love the old hair. No, me neither. To but be fair. At least the old hair was like, oh, Mohammed. I don't know what he's yeah, trying to do here. I don't here, know what's but going on there. That purple shirt, the purple button He looked down. like an uncool teacher. I feel like he, he, was, he looked like a high school teacher, maybe a substitute, wasn't sure what to wear, wasn't sure how the students would react to him, so he just kind of tried to play it safe. No, he looks like the guy who parks her car at a fancy restaurant. A ballet. Yes. Mm. All right. At a fancy restaurant. They're always nicely dressed, but always have these like colorful shirts, don't you think? No, I feel like when I see a vest, I go valet. Oh, well, he was close to that. Okay. I'm surprised he didn't wear a vest over that okay. shirt. All right. All right. Next, we see Adam Benny. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> so, Benny also looks like a giant bubble gum. He Benny, went bold and pink and bold. Uh, Benny Pretty looks like pink. Benny looks like he just got kicked out of a 1980s R&B group. Mm-hmm. He looks like he, he just went solo. He literally looks like he just came out of the movie Pretty in Pink. Okay. Um, and Adi, she looks fine. I mean, her dress was okay. Like, I think she looks better all natural. Mm. Then when she's trying to do her crazy makeup and her crazy nails because she's not good at it. Right. And this is not me making fun. Like, not everyone is good at makeup. It took the whole pandemic for me to learn makeup, actually. Sure. And so she looks fine, but nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing more crazy. To say. Nothing yeah. more to say there. Yeah. There is nothing to add to those two, right? Then we see Patrick and Thais. Patrick looked like, if if Muhammad looked like the uncool teacher, Patrick looked like he was trying to be the cool high school teacher with just like a polo and jeans. Yes, I was going to say, he looks like he's about to head over to the office for yeah. a casual Friday. Okay, <laughs> it's casual Friday. <laughs> he's the only one doing casual Friday. Mm-hmm. No one else does it. But he's like, what? We can do it. Why, why aren't you guys doing it? The jeans and a polo shirt and mm-hmm. a dress shoes. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yep. The size looks very nice. Love the green yes. dress. Yes. They and were matching. They were they were the only couple, I think, that really went color coordinated. Really? They are both wearing green. What are you talking about? Patrick was wearing an orange shirt. No, he was wearing a green polo. Was it green? Yes. I thought it was the orange. I think you might be colorblind because I wasn't going to call you on it, but you said Benny was wearing a pink suit. Yeah. His, his suit was red. Pink. Mm, okay. Pink. Well, it was red, but okay. It was pink. Okay. We'll show, well, I'll pull up a photo later. But Patrick was definitely wearing a green, a green polo because I noted that they were matching. Oh, maybe you're right. Oh, I'm definitely right, Teresa. Maybe you're right. Okay. All right, who do we have next? Who do we have next? We already did, Mohammed. <laughs> okay, I know. Okay, we have Emily and Kobe. And I have to say, Emily won the cleanup of the oh, tell Cleaned up nicely? She cleaned up very nice. She was wearing this reddish jumpsuit. Okay. Was it reddish? I saw it. It was. Looked very good. Her hair, her makeup, the outfit. Kobe looked normal. 
Yeah. Again, like a wedding guest outfit. Yeah. Uh, like there was nothing. Casual wedding attire. Yeah, very. But I think Emily cleaned up nice. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Then we have Bilal and Shida. We first have to address how they arrived because they look like they jogged to the studio. They were wearing oh, like matching Adidas track suits. Oh. It's the classic. We don't work out, but we're going to dress like we do. Like we're going to go Emily to- Emily and Kobe? No, Bilal and Shida. Oh. We're going we're gonna to go to Einstein Bagels in our, in our Adidas windsuits and pretend like we just came from the gym, but we, we did not. I also wear sports clothes when I don't sport. But I'm not wearing matching sports clothes. With like when you wear it as a duo, when you're matching, <laughs> it's like you guys. No, you guys didn't just come from the gym. Come on, there's not a drop of sweat on you. I also wear sports clothes when we travel. You know that again, not matching with me. True, because it's you n- don't exactly. Because <laughs> I'm not a liar. If I if I'm going to the gym, I'll wear sports clothes, and if I'm not, I won't. All right, all right. But they come, they're both wearing this dark blue outfit. Yes. And Shida looks nice, little sparkly Mm -hmm. headpiece, darker, darker dress. And we, I know we all hate on Bilal, but his suit looks nice. Did you notice he had a flower pinned to his jacket collar? He did. Yeah. And I thought like, oh, he's such a prankster. That's probably one of those flowers that squirt water at people. Like the clown. (laughs) (laughs) Like from the prank shop. (laughs) <laughs> Who knows? Maybe part two. We'll, maybe, we'll see maybe. it in action. I mean, he looked nice. I liked his outfit. He was fine. Then we have Jibre and Miona who okay. arrived in matching jackets. That, they were matching leather jackets that looked like a five-year-old finger painted on them. Yes. A little aggressive. I saw the word bitch on them. Oh, hello. 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 But yeah, but then they changed and obviously Jibri always wants to shy. So he's a sparkles. I, th- I think he got it from a Siegfried and Roy estate sale. That thing What's was that? out of control. That's another Vegas act. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very shiny, but both were wearing this like dark blue, purple themed matching outfits, but not matching. He went sparkles. She went regular dress. Miona gets worse dressed for me. And I don't know how you feel about it. Yes. But, okay. I could not look at her without getting the creepy crawlies and itch, like uncomfortable anxiety because her dress, the straps look like she put it on wrong. It looked like she put the dress on no, drunk in the style. dark. She had both of her straps on one yeah. side of her neck. I almost bought a shirt like that. Oh my God. It's in, no, it's so wrong. No, it's not. It's so, it looks like she got dressed in no, the dark. It looks good. Does it? Yeah. It looks, it looks I liked wrong it. I me. liked it. Okay. I'm glad I didn't buy the shirt. Did you see her earrings? They look like sex toys. Yes. They're like yes. rubber vibrators. Yes, I yeah. did see that. They didn't go with her outfit because they were like light, light purple. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's like hit or miss with these two. Yeah. But all right, that's Jibre and Miona. And we did even more. We did Thais. And then we have these guest appearances. Oh boy. Special guests. Kenny and Tim. Oh, boy. Kenny looking fire as always. Well, first of all, let's say what they're doing there for people who didn't watch. Okay, there's a... They're going to be pillow talking it. They literally said like two words. Okay. So, yeah, it's the first ever tell-all commentators. They're watching backstage and they're pillow talking it live, which doesn't make sense to me because we didn't watch afterwards, but I think pillow talk came on afterwards. Yeah. So there was actual pillow talking. And then Veronica and Armando were on pillow talk. I didn't get it. We don't need that. We don't need it. And especially because it's not like they're in the corner 
and we see them this whole time making yeah. comments. They brought them in literally like two or three times for about 10 seconds. And this tell-all actually didn't need it. There no. are some tell-alls in the past that could have used a little livening up. Yeah. This, they were doing fine on their own. They didn't need it. My only guess is they saw, one, the success of Pillow Talk, and two, the success of 90-day podcasts. And they're like, oh, yeah, people commentating on 90-day is huge. People love it. So then they brought it to the set. And for yeah. me, it wasn't working. As much as I love Kenny, Tim, man, it wasn't working for me. Yes, hit or miss, this was a You know miss. what really wasn't working for me? What? Tim's outfit. Tim? Okay. Oh, all right. I'll just leave it at this. If you showed up in that outfit anywhere, yeah. I would spin you around and send you home to change. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at this. Um, how I Met Your Mother. When... Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Ted <laughs> wore his knee-high boots. But... And but. he was getting the pulling them off. Yeah. Tim was not pulling them he off. Someone not. needed to pull them off of but him. But I'll, I'll add one more thing to it. Yeah. If I walked somewhere wearing the outfit, hot. I would be fine. Hot. hot. Exactly. <laughs> that was smashed like it's hot. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Very, very okay. high boots for those who didn't watch. Enough and said. shiny pants. Enough said. So. Okay. All right. Let's oh, get everyone. Oh, oh. oh, sorry. And obviously, the one and only, the queen of this whole thing, Sean Robinson, hair looking nice. I mean, she always looks nice. Mm -hmm. I wasn't vibing this orange on her. Just a plain orange dress, bright orange. Uh, yeah, nothing special. Nothing special, right? And we also missed Kenny, who was wearing the matching button down to Jabri's jacket. So I think yes. Kenny came unprepared and Jabri said, well, you can just borrow this matching shirt. It's probably a little say, much. Kenny looked nice. He always Kenny's does. fun. Yeah. yeah. The best part. And oh, we should have watched the uh, pillow talk just for this. Kenny and Armando always match. So I wonder, if ah. I wonder if Armando was wearing a matching shirt to what Kenny was wearing, if they planned it out that much. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, we we'll should to, check it out. We'll we should check it out. All right. That is. All right. That is. Alpha's is the segment, Teresa. And all right. Let's welcome everyone. Everyone welcome. Oh, one thing that Kenny said, and I, just, I was kind of thinking about it. They first walked onto the stage, right? Mm -hmm. Or onto the set. Mm -hmm. And Kenny's like, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful set beautiful I've ever set. seen. It's beautiful. I feel like it always looks the same, more or less. I'm wondering if they were always on tell-alls during quarantine. So were they oh. doing it remotely? I don't recall. But yeah, Kenny loves the set. So speaking of the set, we're there. Everyone's seated, right? And Sean opens up with, hello, folks. We have two people pregnant. And that's that right there, I think, won over America. Again, yes. just coming right out and going... Glad you tuned in. We've got news. Everyone yeah. goes, all right, it's worth my time already. And she doesn't give away exactly who's pregnant at first. Jabri guesses Emily, who I think we all... I was like laughing. Emily's like, it's not me. It's not. It's not us. We do learn, though, Emily gave birth to a little girl, Scarlett. Yes, a cute little baby. And we saw in, a pic. in this moment, we also learn Kobe is working now. Yeah. So Emily is a stay-at-home mom. As her dream. So I guess Father David can retire. Yeah. Finally. And, oh, Kobe, his job. And this is what I find so fascinating. We talk about it a lot, but there's so many jobs you never mm -hmm. think of. Kobe tests asphalt. He's mm -hmm. like in a lab testing asphalt. Never knew that the job existed. Wait, in the lab testing asphalt? He goes, oh, I'm in a lab all day by myself testing asphalt. I thought he's like testing it on the road. I don't think so. I think he tests it before it goes to the road because it needs to be a certain whatever. How did he end up doing that? I don't, it's probably some 
couple courses you take, uh, an exam. I don't know, Therese. I didn't even know the job existed until a couple minutes ago. I know, but well, also Emily says he gets paid overtime, so that's why she can be a stay-at-home yeah. mom. Yeah. I guess Kobe works all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, they have two kids, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope he enjoys it. Good, yeah. Sounds good. interesting. Sounds better than if you had to be on the road all the time. But it's hot. Also, exactly, it hot because of the weather. But the that, that could also be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. I would probably leave um, a footstep here or there. That's, sorry? I would leave my footstep. Oh, a footprint? Of my footprint here or there. Got it. For the future generations. All right. <laughs> to follow in your footsteps? <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. All right. So Sean says, pregnant couples, raise your hand. Yes. And at first, like, you see everyone, like, looking around, like, oh, who, who is, is it? it? Who, who is it? it? And then the Thais is, like, pretending she's looking around. And uh-huh. then we find out it is Thais and it is Kara, both exactly 16 weeks pregnant. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, my God, congratulations. Shida, probably pissed. Shida's probably oh, yeah. the only person who is not thrilled that it's not her because she's really the only one who made it a contractual obligation yeah. to get pregnant. But with no, um, what's the word? No consequences. Of course. Well, we'll be- so... It's so silly. That's a we'll silly. get that. Well, it's so silly. More big news right off the top, though. Benny got his green card. Woot, woot. And he's still sitting next to Ari, so that's good for all parties involved. He has mm-hmm. not hit the road just yet. And speaking of, of Benny and Ari, there's this strange tension between Jabri and Ari. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it at first because they seem to be friendly before they all stepped on the set. Uh, yeah, they were cordial. Yeah, but first we kind of hear from Jibri and Miona, and Jibri basically saying he thinks his family and friends are jealous of him and Miona, right? Mm-hmm. And Ella, honestly, I think Miona's very smart because she always, if you if you realize, she whatever issue Jibri has with anyone, she always steps back. Oh, she doesn't say anything. And whatever she says is not bad because... Jibri goes on and on about, like, yeah, like, everyone's jealous of us, you know? Like, oh, my God, jealous people. And me and I was like, yeah, I was sensing the bad energy, mm-hmm. which is uh, enough to agree with Jibri, but not enough to offend anyone. I think she's she's smarter than we give her credit oh for. Oh, my gosh, she, she keeps is. her mouth shut. She, yes. She doesn't get herself into too much trouble, doesn't put her foot in her mouth. So, yeah. She was the opposite of what I think we all thought she would be when we saw her episode one. Very we true. We thought she would be Larissa. Yes. Or, you know, just... And Fisa. Fisa, yeah. exactly. But no, she sits yeah. there quietly most of the I time. Oh, I like her. And this is what it happened. So Addy chimed in to shine some light or whatever she thought about it. And she is like, you stop. Mm-hmm. You're the most jealous person on this whole cast. And Ari's like, okay, so if I'm so jealous, I guess I can recognize jealousy. <laughs> and I think Jibri just didn't get this. Didn't pick up. He's like, exactly, exactly, because you're jealous of everything. Like he was like lacking words. Like he was drowning. And I'm like, dude, do you even know what you're saying? Here's what I think it comes down to. Because I was watching this going, Jibri went from zero to 100. He's, fi- oh, yeah. he's fired up. He's going at Ari. He's defending Benny. I think Jabri sees himself in Benny. Benny's a performer. Jabri's a performer. Jabri thinks Ari is holding Benny back, just like people who, oh. just like people who have held Jabri back in his life and said, oh. "Oh, you can't." So he was, 
he was fighting for Benny, but he was also fighting for himself and saying like, stop it. Let him be a success. He's going to be a millionaire. He's going to be a rock star. He was saying that to Benny, but he was saying it about himself. That's an interesting point of view because I, I totally agree now when you said it. And then I kind of felt bad for Ada because she tried to turn it into a joke. Because if you, I don't know if you picked up on it, but before they walked onto the stage, uh, they were joking that they have the same outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Very like the same color mm-hmm. and sparkly. So now Ari goes like, oh, you're just jealous of my clothes. And yeah. Jibri's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like very serious. I'm like, can J- you take a joke, dude? I don't think Jibri has the best sense of humor. No, he has no sense of humor. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so then it, it turns to Emily and Kobe mm-hmm. quickly. And this is where we learn about Kobe getting millions of women in his inbox. Yeah. And asking about tidy whities and tidy whitey picks. Sean goes, what is it about the tidy whities? Well, before we go there, let me just add one thing. Kobe was the voice of reason for this tell-all. Huh. Like whatever he says is very nice. comes across very well. Okay. Right? Like he's like the nice person who chimes in. No one fights him. No one agrees with him because he's making decent points. Because he kind of steps in and says, you know, everyone is jealous when you're in love. Sure. And that's true. Like everyone at some point of the relationship, everyone was jealous. And this was one of many Kobe's smart words. I think he knows Emily well enough. Mm -hmm. And he knows he kind of has to play to her insecurities. And so that's, he's got to, as a husband should, defend his his wife and take her side and he does uh sean asks about the tidy white isn't that yeah goes, ask him ask him what's on his underwear right now oh, ask him. show us and he takes his pants off okay mm-hmm. so so forget angela whipping out those those heavies he, kobe takes his pants off and we all saw it's got i love you emily face mm-hmm. here's the thing i noticed though his the, penis no because the camera Shot from behind, so yes. you saw his ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that bulge is not safe for work, is what I'm guessing, because we saw a taste of it during the season. But come on, there's there's 360 cameras in that room. Slightly disturbing that you pay but attention that's the only, to that. That's why I th- I'm like, why are they showing us like this weird back angle? Because his penis is too big. Well, I don't know if it's too big or if it was showing or whatever. Oh. But like, they probably don't want to blur it because that would be aggressive. Oh. They blurred An- they blurred Angela's. Yeah. Right. They don't want to blur it. That's aggressive for family TV, if you want to call this family TV. Yeah, I would not, but sure. But they shot it from the (laughs) back, and I go, there's, they had multiple angles to choose from. But also, he's an underwear model. Like, he knows what's up, or he used to be. Yeah. I'm just saying. Two kids ago. I found the angle. Uh, Interesting. Also, you can shake your booty. Why would you shake your your penis? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. And then we kind of uh, just touch base with even Muhammad. And I didn't write anything down there. All I wrote down is what this is the moment when Eve is saying, Yeah, like Bo is fine with me, wanting whatever I want, like I can live my life again. It's like that's why you look like a giant marshmallow. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe Muhammad should step in a little bit more. But it's true, she doesn't have the best fashion sense. She was gonna go out there showing her old ass and thong. She needs someone to be like, Hey, maybe not. 
We yeah. do we do that for each other all the time. We do yeah. we do outfits the segment every time we step out of the closet in a new outfit, and we're like, very true. We don't always listen to each other. Yeah, and then we get slightly upset at each other. Well, because <laughs> I me. I chose to put this outfit on. And if you don't like it, well, I'm upset that you don't, but I don't care. I still chose this, and I'll wear it, and vice yeah. versa. We always help each other. John just bought these new shoes, very very nice. Thank you. The socks he has, they just don't. Oh, go they're with waiting it. downstairs. They got to. Oh, good, you got new socks. Can't Perfect. Wait to get them. And yeah. yeah, then he was wearing sure that was too colorful like it's a whole thing it's a whole thing i told him he got slightly upset but imagine guys imagine living with the creator of outfits the segment what i have to go through <laughs> every time i put on clothes it's you're welcome all right let's get into some couples here let's, let's, do let's dive deep let's start with patrick and thais and obviously the first question is the initial reaction to the pregnancy yes and we got some tea because oh yeah apparently Thais did not tell Patrick right away. It wasn't one of those moments when the couple is staring at the stick together, waiting and waiting. You mean they didn't go to CVS together and walk around with the <laughs> with the pee stick waiting for the results no. like Emily and Kobe? Thais kept doing this all on her own six times, six tests. Six tests because we learned they thought they weren't able to have kids. Yeah, so apparently Patrick, because of the steroids that well, he, he used. Well, he was hesitant to use the word steroids. He goes, a year ago I was doing a fertility test and I didn't have any sperm because of my PED use. And Sean's like, you mean steroids, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all know Patrick. But yeah, uh, he said he was spermless. Yes. And he apparently told Thais and she wasn't happy about it because she did want to have kids. So this was a surprised baby. It was a surprised pregnancy. Yeah. But the other surprise is Patrick didn't tell Thais he couldn't have kids until a year into the relationship. Well, that's what I said. This is what I just said. He told her eventually and she was upset because but she didn't want to have a kid. But a year in. Well, okay. You know why? Because he said he was seeing a doctor and the doctors fixed it. I don't know how that mm. works. Yeah. Well, like... You make new sperm, or does the doctor is is the doctor the donor? No, that's that's a that's a documentary that you don't want to see. I forget <laughs> what it was like. My father, our oh, father, our father. Oh yeah, that? when the guys was, oh, he was impregnated like everyone. fifty women. Yeah. Yikes! That's a whole different thing. It's but but yeah, apparently he was seeing a doctor who fixed him. So I get it. Like if you are in a relationship that's not that serious and you're going through something like but this. But if you're having a conversation about having kids, I'm not saying you bring it up on the third date and go, hey, uh, I know we're not talking about kids, but I can't have them. The minute Thais, or not the minute, but maybe after a conversation or two and Thais is like, yeah, I really want to have kids. If you're somewhat in a serious relationship, you might want to mention it that you can't. Yeah. Only because she brought it up. Again, if they weren't talking about kids, no, I don't expect you to bring it up in the first several months of dating necessarily. But once the conversation comes up, then I think it's a natural place to say, hey, I know we're talking about kids. I don't know if I can have them. But to each their sure. own. Yeah. To each, everyone's different. To each their own, whenever you feel comfortable, I suppose. But he blamed it on the language barrier, which I think is a bullshit excuse. I mean, learn then learn to say that. If yes. you can say everything else but that, well, then sit down in front of Google Translate for a couple mm -hmm. hours and just learn how to say that. Well, maybe he meant that back then his Portuguese wasn't that good. So learn how to say yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I say I, <laughs> You don't I, have to I, learn I, the entire language fluently. Learn how to say that fluently. Yes. Talk to your dad who speaks the language. Oh, no, totally. Well, then we found out that actually Patrick was the 
last one to learn because yeah. because of the language barrier. No. She went to a gyno that Patrick made as an appointment for a gyno. She lied the, for the for something re- else. Yes. She said I need something this else. Is such a healthy relationship. Oh yeah, and then she brought her American Brazilian girlfriend to translate. Yes, and she told Patrick one she knew for sure that she's pregnant. Which okay. There is a part of me that I understand because I also don't like sharing anything until I know it for for real. Yeah. But I would always share with you. Like I would not share with my parents. I would yeah. not share it with with friends. I would not share it with your parents, with literally anyone, but always with you. Yeah. Even if it's not for sure, I would always go to you. Yeah. And, and guys, girls, don't crucify me for this, <laughs> but I like to think the father has some... Something to do with the child, too. So I get that maybe you want to keep it a secret as the woman. But I I played a part in that, too. I think oh, I des- yeah. I think I deserve to know Absolutely. what's going on. Absolutely. And I get that. I would, again, I would always share with you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. But so we learned this. And we all were like, oh, my gosh, bombshell. Well, not really. Because now we are talking about Patrick's past and how he apparently lied to her. And this is where it gets tricky because you might crucify me this time, oh right? Boy. They're saying, pa- I wasn't really following the timeline because of Thais's comment of the language, English language, but she's really getting there. But she was basically saying, if I understood correctly, that as Patrick was dating her, he was dating another woman that yes. he dated before, right? Yeah. And they kind of get back together. Thais was also in Brazil. This was all a new relationship. So he was dating. I think that's okay. Yeah. You are dating. Dating is not a relationship. Dating is not a commitment. Dating is freaking dating. I and I that. learned it the hard way because oh I, it's not like that in Czech. Like I dated someone in New York and then I found out that he's dating other girls. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Okay, this is weird. Bye. Mm-hmm. But then I talked to people, and they were like, "This is dating, girl. This oh, is so this how Euro- you date it's around." It's not a European thing. No, it's not a European thing. Interesting. So I, I wrapped my mind around it, obviously, because I experienced it. I was like, "Okay, this is how things are in America." Sure thing. But Patrick is American, so the fact that he was dating around when nothing was serious, that's okay. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Uh, You know, if there's room for two on this cross, crucify us both. But (laughs) yeah, you're dating, you're dating, you're dating until you have that Mm -hmm. conversation. Yep. Teresa literally asked me, and maybe because, and now I'm kind of seeing it from your side. That's exactly why I asked you. You aren't comfortable or you aren't accustomed to dating. No. And so Teresa, after three months of dating... Asked me to be her boyfriend. Yeah, right we, before we got these delicious hot dogs in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't ask me after the hot dogs with all that <laughs> gassy. No, but hot I was dog thinking breath. about it because I was like, okay, he needs to ask me because I want to make sure this is just the two of us. But you weren't asking, and I thought maybe you asked me in Chicago, but you weren't asking. Yeah, so it was like the last day, and I'm like. I have to ask because we just went on a trip. I don't go on trips with random people. Like I don't go on trips with people who go on other trips with other girls. Like this is not my style. So I'm just going to go ahead and ask you and see if this was our, one of our many trips or our first and last. And and that's how equal opportunity I am is that I'm all for you asking to, to go steady. 
And, you loved it. And we you told ex- your whole family they we, asked. Well, <laughs> I never had a girl ask me to be her <laughs> boyfriend before, but I loved it. We said yes, of course. And then it is signed, sealed, and delivered. That's the discussion. Now you know where you stand. Yes. But sure, I probably would have gotten upset if I found out three months in that you were dating someone else, but I'd have no right. I could say that I'm done, but I'd have no right to be like, oh my God, exactly. what did you do? Because we didn't say we were exclusive. Exactly. And that's why I ask. And if after that conversation you found out I'm dating someone else, then you could be mad and oh, break up with me. Oh, then you're cheating. Exactly. It's not cheating exactly. if you haven't solidified in words. I agree. That you're exclusive. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think as much as I want now, especially for this relationship to work out because of a child being involved, yeah. they need to work some other things out because we oh, learn, yeah. we learn. Patrick can't look at his DMs without Thais being there, but she can look at all the guys sliding into her DMs. It's not healthy. Nope. You got to either be equal or or say goodbye, I think, because that's just going to cause a rift in your relationship if one feels like, oh, you have all the power. No, you have all the power. You're you're hiding secrets. You think Patrick's not, you think Patrick's not looking at his DMs? Of course he is. Of course he is. And then he's, he's, I think he said it before, but... Thais was like, oh, did you have sex with her? Or maybe Sean asked. And he's like, no, no, oh, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't because I couldn't get it out. I was so drunk. And We've I'm heard like, that excuse before. Dude, just leave it at, oh, no, I didn't. We've heard that excuse Leave it before. at that. Yeah. And Sean was like, you're so busted because yeah. he was drowning. He was trying to catch a robe or anything, <laughs> but... I think Patrick's like a pretty, except for the cheating uh, scandal with the drugs, I think he's a pretty good guy, honest guy, open oh, guy. I think so too. I like Patrick. And so that's why he could have very easily lied and said, no, I didn't have sex yeah. with her. He was too honest in that moment. But also it's because I think, and he said it later on, he's a salesman. Like yeah. he knows how to manipulate the conversation or maybe fix it later. Or, yeah. So, but. At least get a good deal on home security. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we see our oh friend John joining. Everyone's all just fancy. I look and shop. Look and shop out here. <laughs> I like died laughing. He, and he's he came like in so blazing. Excited. He's like so excited to be an uncle. He's very happy for them, right? And so he's happy. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm so happy. I might have gotten drunk and told a friend. Uh, but I, I, forgot, I, I forgot I, I did that. I don't remember. I don't know. Too many of Sam Adams. I don't remember. And Jabri, oh my Jabri takes this opportunity to pounce. And when Jabri's like, you drunk right now? How many beers you drank this morning? Drunk, I had six last night. Your sparkles are blinding me. Your sparkles <laughs> over here are blinding me. I love that John started calling him sparkles. So good. So good. It's just off the dome right there. It was so good. And we see all the throwback of John being crazy <laughs> and drinking and dropping steak and the drinking again. And John and Thais' greatest hits. Yes. And then John <sighs> admits that he was trash talking Thais. I'm a combative person. Say something, I'll fire back. I'm combative. What are you going to do? What are you going to like, do? Can John go on the single life? Patrick's way. We need at least get him on. Get him Somewhere. on pillow talk. Somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Get him sitting with Kim, Kim, Tim, and Kenny. Oh, my gosh. Kenny. That's yes. their power couple. Name is Kim. <laughs> that sounds about right. But John says he thinks that Thais is good for Patrick, and he wants them to work out, which is good <laughs> that he acknowledges it because many times it didn't look like it, right? Yeah. But he still thinks he's whipped. John thinks Patrick's whipped, and Jeffrey yeah. goes, yeah, well, you are whipped, Patrick, and that's why you'll have a happy family. 
Uh, you won't, John. And John with the line of the tell <laughs> Okay, Sparkles, I'm just glad you didn't have your cowboy hat on. I'd have pissed my pants. yippee ki Woody. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what he said. I think there was uh, some Sparkles reference, a Toy Story reference. Uh, oh. I don't know. Yeah, I heard the cowboy hat and... And then just Jimmy calls him a joke. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> they just, yeah, they just could not stop going back and forth. Yeah. Stop third wheeling, bro. You live at home, Sparkles. <laughs> Move out of your parents' house, Sparkles. I literally loved this. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you, John, because at this point I was like, this was fabulous. Yeah. I can yeah. go. Already worth, already oh worth the gosh. investment watching this season. All right. I think after that. We should take a little break. Uh, let's do it. Let's take a little break. We will be back with oh, a whole lot more. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Uh, pretty, pretty. I think I already did that once. <laughs> you do it all did. the time. I think I already did that once. You do it all the, all the time. <laughs> all right. Speak it off. Let's do. Speaking of what? I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just talk right, about LD, time LD, Gamble. Speaking of long day. <laughs> speaking of long days over here. That's a good one. Let's do Let's Kara. And Guillermo, right? Yeah. Their issue is, they only have one issue, and it's the fact that G thinks that she treats him like a child. It's the controlling. It's the money. Just give me the money. That's all I want. That's all. Yeah, but I still like Kara. I think Kara's being very reasonable. For her age and all that, like, she seems to have her shit figured out. I don't know why she you She lives think. by herself. Therese and I literally got into this argument, and I'm like, save her for the podcast. But I was like, <laughs> I'm like, she doesn't have it figured out. She's juggling 19 jobs. She's... If she, I could be a fucking balloon artist, I would go for it. But she can't be. That's my point. No, but she's, she's good. She's trying to get her... Listen... I get it. She's getting probably. wasted during the middle of the day doing tequila shots in the sun. Like, she doesn't have it all figured out. Yeah, she does. She's a wild person who, unlike other people, lives on her own, who, unlike other people. I love how that's the bar for these 90-day people. Like, you're thir- <laughs> she's 30, and she lives by herself, and that, make, and that makes it, like, she's got it all figured out. Not just out. that, but in a way, yes. She has this at least figured out and she's aware of money because some of these guys live with the parents and they just don't understand that there are bills that you have to pay yes. and there are other expenses that you have to pay your parents don't pay for you forever and she's new stuff all this freaking figured out and yes i get it the whole laptop conversation when she said buy a toothbrush instead That's was a BS. little aggressive yeah. but in the same time i would also be the same because i would be like you just moved here. We have to pay for this visa. We have to pay for the wedding. You brought a certain amount of money. You cannot work. Why do you need a laptop right now? Use mine. But she didn't ask that. And that was my issue back oh, when we, we saw it. Oh, we didn't see it. We saw the episode when he asked for it. And she's like, well, buy a t- you can, I'll get you a toothbrush. Uh, to me, that is, as Patrick says, it's so controlling. It's so condescending because he's not asking. He does, he, it's like he just wants to buy something. He's not a kid. He's, he, just doesn't, he doesn't want just a toy. He wants probably independence. He wants to feel like he's got something of his own. He can get on the internet. He could Skype his family. He can study. Like He wants an outlet to the world. And she's like, buy a toothbrush. You can do it all with your cell phone. No, you cannot. Yes, you can. You want to go, you want to take online classes on your cell phone. Okay, so get an iPad 
with a keyboard. That's okay, much but then cheaper. that's a that's a great conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Let's compromise. A toothbrush yeah. is not a compromise, even if it's electric. But okay, so I think this would be my thing. I would be like, okay. Why do you need a laptop? Like, what do you, if you need to study and Skype your family, you can literally use my laptop. But that's what I'm saying. I would have loved that conversation to be had. It was never had. It was just no. I know. There was. It was just no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. But her intentions were right. Like, you need to think yes, about she's money. She's being responsible. Yes. She's being maybe, responsible. Yeah, maybe her choice of words. Her attitude. Her been, choice of words. Could have been better, right? Yeah. But her the thought process was right right and then Kara has all the women on her side after patrick basically says whatever she's doing is a basic american woman i think he he was quoting lenny kravitz but what (laughs) what bothered me again and i give Kara a lot of shit whatever she's she's not bad in the grand scheme of things she's not bad but the way she was talking like guillermo is a moron she's like I just, I, I wonder what Guillermo's brain is thinking when he asked to spend money on a lot. It's like, really? I would never say that about you, to you. To other, I don't even know what Teresa's brain is thinking. Like, it's so disrespectful. I agree. Again, her choice of words is not bright all the time, yeah. right? She's a, she, she doesn't fan, She fanalizes him. As well, yes. And that kind of, that storyline kind of went away. Of, oh, he's he's so young and he can't do anything without me as mom. But she does. She infantilizes him. Like, I don't know, even know what he's thinking. Like, that's how you talk about your son when he's sticking forks into outlets. I don't even know what he's doing. Like, what's yeah, he don't thinking? do that, kids. But no, 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 I get that. But again, her intentions are well. And after Patrick says that all the, this is how all the American women are, all the women take Cara's side. And all the men take <laughs> Guillermo's side because basically it's, a whole, it's the whole thing is about Guillermo and the laptop. <laughs> well, Kobe hits us with a made-up stat. He definitely made up the statistic. He's like, 90% of problems in the world aren't disagreements, but it's about the tone that's used. <laughs> but but it's the stats. He's right. You tell me that too sometimes. When I say something, you're like, you're like Teresa, come on. Like the tone. And I when oh, you say... Oh, tone is so important. When you say it, I'm like, shit, because... What I'm trying to tell you is not harsh or it's not anything, but I might be a little frustrated over something else. So my answer my, to you might be a little aggressive and there is no need for it. Uh, to me, people say actions speak louder than words. Tone is an action Yeah. to me. So it's more important than the words that's being yeah, used. But it's, sometimes Put me it's in that silly. 90%, Kobe. I'm in that 90%. <laughs> I get that, but I'm saying sometimes it's silly because you might be a dis- little distracted, a little upset over something else, and when the other person asks you, you don't mean to sound rude, but you may. Right. And that's usually my problem. It's the one of the easiest things you control can control is probably your tone. It and is, but if you're you, in the like, right state of mind. I feel like sometimes when you get distracted and something else is going on at the same yeah. time in your head, you don't realize, and this is what I always tell you, like I don't, I'm not trying to like raise my voice or yell at you whatsoever. It's just I'm dealing with something else, and that's kind of like I answer in the same tone as whatever yeah. I'm dealing with in my head. Yeah, but I'll, I'll always call you out. Yeah, and I love it. Like You should call me out because I never try to yell at you. I'm just trying to answer a question. So. Yeah. I agree with the tone thing. Absolutely. Yep. And then we have oh boy. one of my favorite oh, segments. Oh boy. <laughs> Chris is joining. Chris with a K. Chris with a K went from a hip hopper yes. to a wannabe rock star. Oh, no. I, I, I had him down as, well, first of all, the tell-all is best dressed. 
And oh my gosh. And second of all, he looks like the sixth member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't know what that is. You don't know. Bum, 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 bum. I'll meet you at the crossroads of cross. Bone Thugs and Harmony? No. He came out there looking like Bonehead. Uh, he wasn't reminding me of someone else. Maybe, maybe Ozzy Osbourne. No, that's what uh, Jabri said. I thought Jabri was way off with that comment. No, because of the curly hair. But if his hair was straight, yeah. could be no. Ozzy. No. No. Anyways. Anyway, he comes out. He's like, "Sup, Guillermo." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, he changed the genres. I guess this is not hip hop style. Oh, it is. Is it? I'll show you Bone Thugs. Bum 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 bum. Okay. Not a never mind. I was trying to figure out who he reminds me of. Call in. Let us know. I'm sure. Let us know, I'm sure there's 94 memes. Let us know. We haven't been on Instagram very recently, but we will. Be. We have. What are you talking about? We were um, busy. Well, yeah. We're I don't want to say, but we were traveling. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, okay. The podcast classic. isn't delayed because of it. People yeah. don't care if we travel. I just think if we were like, oh, we're traveling on vacation, then we delay the podcast. Well, we barely do that. We, no, we always. Do. We never delay. We, well, we, we always deliver the pod. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. yes. So Chris is joining, right? And then we see a throwback to the high school reunion, which I oh, found boy. hilarious. Mm-hmm. That Kara's bringing Guillermo who just got out of high school last year to her high school reunion. Except when you see Chris with a K next to Guillermo, I see the the difference in a high school boyfriend and your adult. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Chris is the classic high school oh boyfriend. Of like, oh, my gosh. What was I thinking? Oh, my god! And gosh. he never left the high school. You know, mm-hmm. you're right. He never grew out of that. He probably is a, like a handyman at the high school. Still, right, he's still, still living. There. Right, still going to the. Oh, well, yeah. I was gonna say going to the high school games, but that's that could be fun. I would still do that <laughs> <laughs> if we lived in our town. But yeah, so then we kind of learned they dated for two years. We knew that, and apparently they had a wild relationship, a lot of banging, oh boy. all the time. We're just everywhere. horny teenagers. And I, this is again like I love Kara for owning it up. She's like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're being wild. Like that's fine. She's like, oh my gosh, that's not true. Like, uh, except it's like a lot of girls would do that. A lot of girls would be like. Uh, that's not true. Like we stop it. Stop but this it. is her defense of cheating. She goes, when I left college, I was leaving all of it. Left I was, for college. Okay. She goes, I was leaving Chris. I was leaving that life. I was leaving school. She was leaving high school behind. Okay. But then you still need to communicate that. I agree. You can't agree. just, well, Chris didn't know that. Poor Chris over here, not knowing that you leaving high school meant you leaving everything. No, no, she should have told him. But also, if you think about it, this was probably happening when she was like 18 or 19, right? Yeah. When you were 18 or 19, you're, you're dumb. Like, you do shit. You don't think about things. Like, speaking from my personal experience, like, I did not ha- I did not have care in the world, right? Yeah. So, yes, it sounds crazy when you talk about it as an adult, but think about it. She did this when she was in her teens, right? So, anyway, so that's... Kind of Kara's, ex, um, what's excuse the word? Excuse or explanation. Yes, and Chris is like, I call bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Which I do too. I think it is bullshit. It is bullshit Talk, now. communicate. It's bullshit Break now up. as an adult. Yeah. If you think, again, if you think back to the time when you were a teenager, ghosting someone, just like, oh my gosh, True. I'm fucking dumb at high school. I'm, I'm off to college. I'm going to do it, do it all. And then you come home for the weekend or something. You're like, 
oh, okay, well, I may have nothing to do. Maybe I can hang out with Chris. And it's like, meanwhile, Chris never left. So he's like thinking he has this college girl who comes home for weekends. Yeah. Like she, I get it. And I totally even, get it's it. It's not even ghosting before cell phones. You'd have to call, you'd have to call their house phone. How old do you think she is? Well, that's true. She's, she's 29. She's, yeah, 10 years ago, we all had true. iPhones. That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, imagine having to call like the house though and be like, hi, Mrs. G, can I speak to <laughs> Teresa? Oh, okay, I hated well, it. Oh, I'm that's, great. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. how well, old do you and I are. Well, tell her to call me back when she gets, when she gets back from practice. All right. All right, have a great night, Mrs. Mm-hmm, G. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how old you and I are. <laughs> Can Matt come out and play? When I used to go, I'd go down to the neighbor's house. My, oh, my yeah, best yeah, friend. Yeah. Hi, uh, can Matt come out and play? <laughs> oh, he's doing his homework now. All right. Tell him I was here. Now you just text. Oh, I, What's I, up, man? Yeah. Same up, thing. Same thing. Um, Jabri's response to this whole thing was great, though. You got to leave Ozzy Osbourne in the past. You got James Bond now. You're old news, Ozzy. Get on a crazy train and get out of here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Jabri, we haven't mentioned. Jabri is like co-hosting this. Oh, my gosh. Forget, forget Kim. Forget Kenny and Tim. Jabri is co-hosting this thing. Oh, yeah. And then Guillermo, though, I think Bilal is rubbing off because. Oh, my gosh. Bilal being all apologies. Like, Guillermo says, Kara, you should apologize to Chris. Guillermo encourages Kara to apologize to Chris. And she does. Yeah. And Guillermo loves it. Chris loves it. And then there is this moment of when basically Chris still says that Guillermo is not enough man for Kara. And Guillermo's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who is here to say I am enough? I love myself. And Kara's like, and I love you. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. Which was nice that you should get almost stand up for yourself. That's good. Yeah. Write a diss track about it, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the end of Chris. He was, I think he was happy. He was brought in. Yeah. A little little, um, quick 10 minutes of fame. Yeah. That was the end of that segment. All right. You ready to do Bilal and Shida? Not really, but I think we contractually have to cover this couple. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So... Apparently, it's, this whole thing started with Bilal uh, told Shida during the break that she's a messy eater. <laughs> she was eating something and then wanted to touch his blazer, which honestly, yeah. I would have a problem with too. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And Bilal's like, yeah, I just told her not to touch me with her dirty hands. I would literally tell you the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we see the classic throwback to the first joke roll the tape roll the mm-hmm, prank mm-hmm, highlight mm-hmm, reel mm-hmm. and we come back from that from that clip package and sean asks shida thoughts feelings about when you arrived to the states and shida says whenever Bilal would visit i'd roll out the red carpet for him and make him feel like a king mm-hmm. make a big welcome warm welcome so i expected the same which i can understand yeah right he's yeah. visited her on occasion, and it's been great. It's been wonderful, except we did hear on a radio interview that she would prank him and tell him to stay in a bad part of town. So I don't know I don't know who to believe in this instance, but uh. she, she says, I always rolled out the red carpet. I expected the same. Kobe chimes in saying the prank was bad. Mm-hmm. To do that to a woman you intend to spend the rest of your life with, not a yep. good look. Yep. And Eve agrees. Sounds like there's a constant test going on. 
Yeah, because that's what Bilal is. He loves pranking, but he cannot take one. He can't take Classic, he, he can take dish it, but yeah, he can't yeah, yeah. take it. And then, I forgot how this happened, but Guillermo kind of chimes in. I guess Bilal apologizes that he, for something, and Guillermo's like, I want to be like you, Bilal, when I grow yeah. up. Because you can you say you were sorry. That's where I was saying, yeah, like Guillermo, or Bilal was rubbing off on Guillermo, and he was like, you should apologize to Chris. Like, yeah. Well, if if Guillermo wants everyone to stop calling him that a little child, stop saying things like when, when I, I grow, grow up. up. You're 23. <laughs> you are fucking grown. You're an adult. At 18, you were grown up, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you are fully grown. Then you're just going to be getting older and oh, wiser. Yeah. But don't say when I grow up because that sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was in regards to they were talking about the car slaps, right? So... Oh, when, yeah, that was when also in the video. was yeah. slapping Bilal and Sean asked, does anyone think this was too physical? Nobody did. I mean, I... I, I, I would be upset because if I'm driving, yes. that's a distraction. Like, I would be pissed, pissed at you for doing that because I would be like, you want me to crash the car? Exactly. Yeah, no one took that point of view, mm-hmm. which we took when we covered that yeah. episode, which is like, yeah, if you were sitting on the couch and doing that playfully fine yeah, when yeah. you're in a moving vehicle... Not the time or place. Yeah, no, no. Especially with freaking people, like crazy drivers. Like you want to have your eyes on the road, not yeah. to be distracted by this. Yeah. And so that's when Blah's like, okay, yeah, I should have, I should have apologized. And Guillermo's like, wow, when I grew up, I want to oh be able to say I'm sorry. Um, and Patrick jumps in here and goes, that right there, that's a sales tactic. He's an amazing salesman. What we're witnessing, folks, what we are witnessing right now, put it on masterclass, sell it as a course. <laughs> we are witnessing sales professionalism. Everyone is getting their point twisted. And as a salesman myself, I'm just watching in awe. Yeah, he's just absorbing everything. <laughs> and Bilal's like, yeah, I'm a salesman, but we all sell. And then Guillermo's just taking notes like, okay, so when I grew up, I, I need to apologize. I need to be able to sell, 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 always be closing, ABC. Yes, one, two, three. Yeah. And so that was that was sort of a tense and interesting moment when Patrick called him out. Yeah, but it's true. And it's like, and Patrick, I think Patrick said it too, like, you become your job. Yeah. In I, a I, way. I disagree. I, I flip it. I flip it. That's not true. You are who you are. You are what you do. I flip it. I do because of who I am. Okay. Think think about it. Think about it. Patrick is not a salesman because he works as a salesman at Vivint Security. He works at Vivint Security because he's a salesman. Okay. You, you do your job because of who you are. You don't become who you are because of your job. Well, I can challenge you on it. You do your job, Teresa, mm-hmm. because you're creative. You didn't become creative because of your job. No, but I could also go to a law school and become a lawyer. Yes, but you would be using personality and characteristics of yourself to go do that. You don't become who you are because of your career. Okay. You choose your career because of who you are. And so his job title... Patrick's, Bilal's, their job titles didn't make them salesmen, right? They, they, they pursued that path because they are salesmen at heart or they're successful at their jobs because they're salesmen at heart. Okay. See the difference? 
I do, but I still slightly disagree. But I, I do also Please. agree. Please. I do both. I agree, but also disagree because I think there are situations that people just do what they have to, no matter if they like it or not like it or if they have any predispositions for the job. Mm-hmm. So I agree, but I also okay. disagree. All right. So then Sean brings up the prenup ah. and Shida's clauses and how you have to try to make a baby before 40 and how Bilal has to help her set up her business. But if he doesn't or they don't have a kid, nothing happens. Yeah, we didn't put anything about that into the, eh, so the contract's kind of pointless. So you're being smart, Shida, but not smart enough. Because, okay, it would be down to put anything about a kid. Like, oh, if I'm not pregnant by 40, you have to pay me $1,000 a month. That would yeah. be dumb. But about the business, you should have put something. If it was so important to you, there should be some consequences because that's on him. That's up to him. Right. And it could have been he has to invest 10K. Yeah. He has to yeah, write yeah, me yeah. a check for 10K mm-hmm. or this is uh, this is what happens. The part I find fascinating, and, and if we can get a copy of this prenup, I'd be very interested to read it on the podcast, because when it comes to the baby, Shadi goes, the prenup doesn't say anything will happen if we can't have a baby, right? Bilal goes, we're just saying we'll do everything within our power to have children. Okay. That's a loaded answer, because there are so many things you can do to have children these days. Mm. Is that all in the contract? Does it just stipulate natural birth? Is there anything about in vitro donors? Mm. What about adoption? That that's a way to have a child. Yeah. So let's see the prenup because if Shido wants a child, there are many ways. There are many routes. Yeah. There are many routes you can take, and I want to see where that ends for her. I think Bilal didn't even want to go there and just let it up to what she wanted. Because this way, it's just up to God in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. So good, better for Bilal. Yes. But then we see Shaida, the ex-wife, is joining us in the studio, right? Mm-hmm. And something happened between Shaida and Shaida. And at first, when we learned about it, I was like, oh my gosh, it was something probably bad. It got into this huge fight, yeah. right? It was all about that one visit Talking about the prenup and just Shahida didn't like the way she talked to her, like the way Shahida talked to her. It's I call BS. I maybe, I don't know. There's enough other drama and bullshit here that we don't need to make up this storyline. So I believe there is some tension. Shahida goes, oh, well, I wanted to have a sisterhood with Shahida. That's a different that's a different show. That's a different Shahida. show. But after <laughs> but after she saw who Shahida was coming in with that with that energy, she withdrew. I find that so interesting because most of the time I would imagine the new wife doesn't want anything to do with the ex-wife, doesn't even want the ex-wife in the picture. True, but what if you're all a little older and you have kids, older kids, older meaning not babies. Yeah. You know that Bilal is getting along well with his ex, right? You know that she's going to be in their lives because of the kids. So why would you be an asshole about it? Be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have anything to do with her when you can maybe find a friend because she moved on. She's married. She's I somewhere know, else. But still, I mean, it's a little too close for comfort too many cooks in the kitchen. It is, but I think it's, I think it's possible. It's good to be cordial. 
have a healthy, friendly relationship, but to be like, I wanted her to be my sister. Now that's Again, a different show. It's a different, that's a different show. show. I think we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it doesn't. It doesn't look like they will be sisters. And Shahida goes, "Okay, well, let me talk about my tone, my delivery." Um, when we were discussing the prenup, there is a need. I feel like there is a need for you to have a marriage contract because you're coming into this marriage with no assets. Okay. Shida goes, who came in with no assets? You don't know me. You don't know my life. And Shahida goes, you don't have a car here. You don't have a home in Trinidad. You live with your parents. And I'm like, this is getting yeah. ugly, right? This is. But it's true. It is. No, it is true. But again, not Shahida's place to be having a prenup conversation. It's if, if Bilal wants to do that, that's between him. And Shida, I well, think. Well, yeah, I think she could talk to Bilal about it just to make sure the kids are covered. But, but you don't need to, to Shida. You don't need yeah. to have a one-on-one to sit down in the kitchen just the two no, of you. No, I, I agree. Right? Uh, no, I agree. That, that was a little bit much. And then Sean just asked Shahida what she thought about the the prank house. Ah. And Shahida's like, I was so sad for Bilal because he used to say, she loves me for me. She'd, she'd stay in a tent with me, <laughs> but she couldn't even stay in that, that house for one day. And I lived in that house for two years. Mm. That was his family home. I was grateful to live in that home. I guess how she can see this because she sees it as I live there. That's where we started. And the you saying you. But that but, wasn't but, the question. But, I know. But the question was, say. was Bilal a jackass for doing this prank? Oh, he totally was. And she she made it all about her and, and how amazing she is for being able to live in, in a home that one person would consider uninhabitable. Well, I also was going to say that when she probably lived there, it was occupied, right? There was like, probably a sink. There yeah. Probably a faucet I think it was sink. clean. If anything, it was probably clean. It looked much better than what it looks now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it just ends with Shada going, I respect her opinion because her opinion is like a nose. Everyone has one. I think that's a. I think that's the PG version of that. Of <laughs> what's, that the thing. Non, what's the non PG version? Uh, opinions are like assholes. Everyone <laughs> has one. All right. All right. Is it? We have one left. One left. We one, have one couple left. Oh my god. We will finish with you. Okay. So. Apparently, they are in a better place. Let me let me just set this up. Okay. Because we all saw the messages, the WhatsApp messages between Muhammad and another woman. Yeah. Uh, Sean went on social media the other day and said those text messages, they came out after the tell-all was filmed. So that's why that's not going to be addressed. Okay. So it's not going to be those those messages won't be addressed, obviously, in this part or next part because that all came yeah. out after. So. Sean said it. Sean commented on social media ah. saying, we all found out about that after, so it's not addressed. Okay, okay. Okay, so, sorry. All right, so they are in a better place for now, right? Yes. And apparently Mo said he took his time to understand the American culture, but he's good now. Okay. Um, that, that was a weird Muhammad accent for you. <laughs> but Jibber steps in and taking Muhammad's side saying, like, it is his culture. Okay, this is... What I'm going to say, I think we discussed this before. Yeah. I absolutely respect other people's culture, right? 
absolutely right but if he comes to america and Eve is not on board to become a Muslim, there must be a middle ground. It's got to be a middle ground. Yeah, I completely agree. I, again, I don't care what country it is. I don't care if we're in America, if we're in Egypt, who cares? It's about the couple. And so there's going to be couples in Egypt that are probably more open to showing a little more skin. And there's couples in America that are like, no, let's cover up. Again, I think it's couple by couple, not country by country. It is, but I get it. Like, let's say when Nicole and Azan, she was disrespecting his culture because he's in Morocco. Right. And you just, there are certain things you just cannot do. You cannot but be touchy-feely. In, in uh, Azan's case, no, but I bet you there'd be another Moroccan man who would say, yeah, come on, give me a kiss right now. Let's let's test the limits. Let's be a little naughty. Kiss, yeah, sure, right but now. I think in strict Muslim countries, you don't really push the buttons. No, but I just go couple by couple. Every couple is different. Correct. Okay. There's no one set of rules that's going to apply to every single couple, no matter what country you're in. Everyone's different. Everyone plays by their own set of rules. Okay. So this is where I got pissed at Jibri once again, because they're basically saying, okay, so it's okay. So she cannot, she cannot be wearing a bikini, right? Yeah. But Mohammed is posting half naked photos on social media. Yeah. And Jibri's like, well, that's perfectly fine because he's adapting. Yeah. yeah. How is that? Muhammad. How is this? Like, okay, okay. You go ahead, Mo. Post your half naked photos. But if she posts a bikini photo or if she, I don't know, wears a bikini, don't have a problem with I'll that. Be, uh, let me let me be team Muhammad here. It's a lot all at once for him, right? And so maybe he's warmed up to the idea of when we're at the pool, you can wear a bikini. I don't know if you need to be posting it on social media for the world to see. True. So maybe it's baby steps, and I can respect that. Yeah. For him to go from cover up every inch of your body to, sure, blast those nips on social media, that's a, that's a big leap. But so maybe baby steps. Okay, wear the tank top. Okay, wear, wear a one piece at the pool. And then he'll work his way up. So I think it is a little bit of a double standard, but as long as he's making progress, I'm all here for progress. Yeah, no, totally. Um, not sure how much progress we'll get because, as you said, we all yeah. saw the text messages. So I'm very curious because I think they something will come out of this after the tell-all because I, I think, think so. they must have been holding back. Thank you, unlike other people who yeah. ruined it for us in yeah. the past. So I hope they will address this, right? But Sean does. Sean doesn't bring up the text, but she does bring up the Muhammad mentioning he might find another sponsor. Yes, the sponsor comment, and I got mad about it too because you it's, you don't call your spouse or your significant other a sponsor unless you have ill thoughts, unless you right. are in in here in it to get the green card. Unless like that's literally. what you see them as. Yes. Even if secondarily they're your sponsor, I would hope you first see them as your wife. Yeah. My wife and sponsor, yeah. not my sponsor and, and wife. Okay. And Muhammad said that he said it because Eve did not have her taxes done, so yeah. they couldn't apply. What? Right. That, that just what? shows that he is only in this relationship for America. Oh, yeah. If oh, there was yeah. something that got in the way... Then go back to Egypt, let Eve figure out her tax situation, and then come back when everything's better. Remember us being T-Mo at the beginning? Uh, yeah. I don't ah. know. 
I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him. I mean, obviously things have come out now. That- I literally think he maybe there was something between them, but he came here to stay no matter what. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and then Shida just goes, I don't know how you were surprised about these cultural things. You married a Muslim man. A blind man with spectacles could see this. Which I kind of understand too. Like if he was making a point about how serious he is about his culture, then yeah. Like what's what's her name? Avery and... Omar. Omar, right? She uh, she adapted, right. fully adapted to his culture. Willingly, she wanted to, right? And that's why they don't have any issues as right. far as we know from social media. But again... Not saying Eve has to fully adapt to his culture. There no. has to be a middle ground. It's there couple has, but, by couple. But all what I'm saying is like some people who come from these very strong cultural and religious backgrounds, yeah. there is no middle ground for them. But yeah. in that case, Mohammed should have stayed in Egypt and found a Egyptian woman who's going to be there for sure. him in a way he wants her to be there. Right. And because he picked an American woman and flew to America, that's why he there has to be a middle ground. Yeah. Miona put a beautiful button on the whole thing. I think it was the only thing she said all episode. She goes, how weak is the relationship if a bikini can destroy it? That was a good one. Very true, Miona. Very true. All right. That's part one. Woohoo! What an episode. It was great. What an episode. Great. All you I- naysayers about this season. Now you're coming around, bandwagon fans. You're bandwagon fans it. of the season. I loved it. Tell all part two is next. Woohoo. Let's hope it's just as juicy. Uh, it if better be. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Send us your thoughts, like the memes, just message us, breaking news over there, as you know. Also, follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Guys, all you have to do is look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot. Yes, this too. Dude, that Very, was hot. Very hot. Very hot. So hot. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. You heard it at the top of the show. We got a happy hour coming up Woo-hoo. Thursday, August 25th. It's a Thursday, Thursday. So if mm. you're not on the Patreon now, it's it's not too late to join. Get on there. Any tier will have access to that Zoom happy hour. It's going to be a good time. Thursday, August 25th, 9 p.m. Just do some drinking, do some chatting, have a have a good all around. Yeah, time. we got our monthly bonus dropping on the family affair level very soon, so stay tuned for that, family affair friends. And thank you again for the reviews for all of you guys who have sent reviews. Thank you, and a special thank you to Suzette One Hundred delivering the best in rock, 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 rock. Thank you, Suzette. It was a lovely review. Yes. All right. I think I said it all. Said Said it all. All right. Said it all. Said it all. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Hi, I'm Anna Ferris, and I have this podcast fittingly titled Anna Ferris is Unqualified, where each week a different celebrity and I attempt to give relationship and dating advice. Recent co-hosts have included Matthew McConaughey. You got somebody you care about, you lost track of them. Go find out. Margaret Cho. Vacation <laughs> sex is always irresistible. Gwyneth Paltrow. I could make it all about them and not have to focus on my own problems. <laughs> and Seth Rogen. <laughs> so if you're wondering what your favorite celebrity or I would do in your situation, just listen and subscribe to Anna Ferris is Unqualified. Free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>